lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Welcome in, everybody. I know you missed us. We are back. We are here. Not that happy because of the result on Wednesday night. But Abner, before we get into it, uh, how you doing? How you feeling? A lot. I mean, not about the game, just like life in general. Uh, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, I had a uh, couple practices this week. Uh, we have a uh, tournament at Jekyll. Um, now we were planning on going, Ooh. but now I'm not too sure because uh, unfortunately uh, my son, uh, I think he pulled his hamstring pretty bad. So What? Man, you're not, you're not stretching before games or what? Uh, man, it happened at school. He was playing uh, flag football or two-hand touch. Uh, and- here we go. Yep, and then he, uh, I get a call from my wife saying, hey, Isaiah went to the nurse's office, and he says he can't walk. So, of course, as a parent, you start thinking the worst. And, uh, you know, Isaiah's not one to complain about, you know, being hurt or anything. And then when I got there, I was like, yeah, I know exactly what you're going through. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I don't think we're playing this weekend. So we were supposed to leave tomorrow, but I guess now oh, we're man. just going to stay home. Are you happy about it or kind of like down about no, it? No, because like, you know, cool. like, yeah, well, because it's like, you know, we, you know, we planned this trip, we booked the hotel, you know, it was a little getaway, whether it was only for two days, but, you know, um, weather's still yeah. nice there, so it would have been a cool experience for him too, but, you know, it is what it is, it happened, so now we just got on the road to recovery, so. Oh, Here we are. That's that's good that's nothing, nothing worse, unlike his, his dad that. Uh, broke his leg playing garage soccer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, my the lawyers check? are still on it. Yeah, my lawyers are still yeah. on it. You know, I still I'm going to keep it tied up in the courts. <laughs> but yeah, David. Yeah. So, what about you, man? You uh, you're looking a little brighter, a little you know, a little tanner yeah. over there. I got my nice uh, uh, Twix coat of brown. I just came back from a cruise, so that's why we weren't able to do. Uh, the match preview before Wednesday so sorry about that guys but we'll make it up but yeah it was a good trip got a lot of sun got a couple of days off um, so that was nice um, but you know I'm back and ready to rock and roll and Abner really quick you know what's funny about Jekyll Island isn't it kind of random that they have that nice soccer complex there yeah it's really really weird <laughs> really weird it's like like everything else is just like oh so let's put a soccer field here but hey yeah there was one time like i was driving around because there's like a lot of like when you get there there's just like a lot of different areas there's like the shopping part there's like the beach there's like a water park and there's like a soccer complex and i was like a soccer complex so like i started driving and you're just like oh it's like a beautiful uh multi-field soccer complex mm-hmm. and like there are goals there there was no fences or gate you can just get a soccer ball and just start kicking it around. I was like, hey, man, I need to come back next time with a bunch of people and just start playing some pickup soccer. For real, man. Next time, maybe we need to do that next time. Just a little vacation, take a little soccer ball out there. But definitely move fun. the goals Definitely move the goals closer, like from the, from the 20 <laughs> yeah, like to the 30. Yeah, <laughs> from the 20 to the 30. <laughs> All right, Abner, let's get into this, man. Oh, All right, man. so as everybody knows, uh, I got cheated, yeah, we'll talk about that too. But Atlanta <laughs> United, we lose three to two in Philadelphia. Um, a very, very controversial game. Both teams are playoff contention teams. This is a big game. Um, really could have sw- swung things um, in Atlanta's favor had we won or at, at at a minimum picked up a point. But we 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 missed out on any points here. So Abner, a lot of uh, moments of the match. It being a high scoring game. 
And to start off the game, I mean, Atlanta United came out pretty well. We looked at the lineup, a strong lineup, the a consistent lineup that we've been seeing, that we've been liking. Um, and Atlanta, I felt, was controlling the game more. I think they were creating the better chances. And then we had a big moment of the game where Brooks Lennon is coming in for uh, to cross the ball. And um, I think it's uh, Adio, um, Harriel or whatever his name is. Uh, his like back arm kind of tracks back, like almost like the Naruto run, but just one arm ball hits his hand so we're looking at that we're like no nah, it's a clear handball guess what that doesn't even take a chance at var play continues and that's kind of where things went downhill because uh daniel gazdag scores in the 39th minute off of another weird officiating thing uh because it looked like and we didn't even see it because like, i don't know what the camera was doing you saw it too right you couldn't even see what happened the camera was like panned it was panned to something else yeah, um, yeah, that was weird. And then all you saw was, uh, you could hear the the announcer say, "Oh, uh, guys, I got the ball." And then it flips to it to the to the back to the play, and it's just him doing a bicycle kick, and it goes in the back of the net. Uh, on the second review, it looked like there was some kind of free kick earned, and there was like Brooks Lennon and Amada were talking to the ref, and it almost looked like the ref was he had his like hands behind his back, like he was gonna pull pull out like the you know the spray. Uh, but I guess, you know, uh, Philadelphia Union started a quick play and they just let it go, which look, I get it in soccer. You start quick plays when if players are chatting and stuff like that. But if the ref is actually like talking to you and is about to pull the spray out, looks like he's going to give them 10 yards. That's usually when you take a break. Um, but we'll let me continue and we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about mm -hmm. the refs. I love this. And then and then after <laughs> that, I mean, it was just uh, probably the worst eight minutes stretch for Atlanta United that I've seen. Uh, another goal, uh, uh, two minutes later, uh, Mikel Ure scores in the 41st minute. Uh, Atlanta United was trying to come hard to get that goal back and they opened themselves up really bad. And then before the half is over, you're like, 2-0, ah, you know, let's just get to the half. No, we let another goal in in the 48th minute by Julian Carranza. Really, really, really easy. It's like a ball over the top, one touch, pass in the middle and then Carranza finishes so it's 3-0 at halftime and we're like oh my gosh we're about to get we're about to get blown out but to give a little bit of um you know credit to Atlanta United because we try to make a comeback we get uh we get a little bit of help in the 56th minute Amada it takes a PK puts it away off of a uh, another handball that looked less of a handball than the first one that one goes to VAR and they give it they give the handball call so consistency was not there in terms of refing in this game um and then mosqueda he gets a goal in the 77th minute by an assist by from tristan Boyamba. uh after that we're really pushing forward we we create a couple chances we get a corner kick at the very end of the game that's like right at the 97th minute and uh they didn't let us take the last corner kick which is also a little bit suspect so, Abner, before we, you know, break down what Atlanta United did um, good, what Atlanta United bad, it's impossible to not talk about this game without talking about the refs, which I know Beneda doesn't like to do because I think he gets fined by MLS. But Abner, I mean, just what are your overthoughts on the ref? I mean, I know you're going to say it's bad, but tell me what, what, what happened, man. What was that about? Yeah, dude, I don't, I mean... 
It, you know, we know uh, Philadelphia is going to be a physical team. We know that when they came here, we every time we play them, it's always going to be a physical match, right? Because um, there was a lot of calls, and it's not just Atlanta United way. There was some calls the other way that I was like, "Oh, that's a foul." He would let it go, they, but then, they weren't big. They weren't big calls like ours. No, were no, no, game yeah. changing calls. Right, right. But that's what I'm getting at. So, you know, there was a call against us. I was like, "Well, that wasn't a foul." And then there was a call against Gigi where he literally is grabbing the other dude's jersey, goes down, and yeah. we get the call. So I was like, "Okay, I guess you know he's you know it's, it's going both ways." I'm, I mean, I'm not sure. And then we get to the PK, David, and we were texting. You know, we always text during the game and everything. And I'm like, oh, that's a PK. It's happened to us before. It happens to uh, Abram uh, twice. Um, you know, we even discussed that, you know, when he turned around and he it touched his hand, whatever. Um, and then the one in the corner where he had his, his hands open and it touched his hand and he got a yellow and a PK. So right. now we get to this. Brooks is making a cross. It touches the dude's hand in the box. Plain obvious, and we get no call. I was like, how is that not a PK? Like, that's terrible. Well, not even that. How is that not even reviewed? Yeah, that's a, and then that's the thing. Was, apparently, it was reviewed, and apparently, they said it was, I don't I don't even know what the clear. I guess it has to be clear, clear that for the <laughs> ref not to review. And here's the thing when it comes to handball, right? What are the two big things they always say, right? If it's, if it's, um, uh, ball to hand, it's not a a, 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 a handball, right? right? This is clearly he's the ball's going back, and you can see he raises his hand towards the ball. There's one thing. Two is if you're making yourself bigger than you are, right? He is. He's pulling his arm back, like his arm. He could have kept his arm tucked in. He didn't have to do that. So um, this one was way more obvious than the second one given. So I mean, you you agree both of them were, were handballs, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And the crazy thing is, like, so like David, when you go sliding, right, you go slide, one of your hands usually goes up by accident because you're, right. you know, and usually when that hits the hand, you're like, ah, you know, it's still a handball, but it's still questionable because he's make, trying to make a play on the ball. Right. When you're up in the air or when you're defending, what did a lot of people used to do? Put your hands behind your back because you don't want to have no hand because obviously before VAR, you know, if it's, you know, clear and obvious. They're going to call it. They're not going to review it. It's handball. So now that we have VAR, clearly he's making himself bigger. Clearly it's stopping the ball from coming a better cross than what it was uh, to go across. Now, was it going to be a goal? A hundred percent? No, we don't know if it's going to be a goal, but it is disturbing the play. So why, yeah. like, I don't, like that call, like I was baffled. Like I was like, how, yeah. like we scored that David was what? Three, one. Uh, no, before that, the half, well, two one. Well, I mean, you, obviously, you don't know how games are going to play, but oh yeah, we yeah, talk but... About this, we talk about this all the time, right? Atlanta United, when they score first, their chances of winning the game is super high. So, I mean, oh, right after one, this call, zero, right? well, yeah, it would have been one zero. Yeah. We would have been up. We wouldn't have been pushing up that much. Maybe, I mean, right. maybe we still get caught up on the, uh, you know, on the goal that they led because they win the free kick. Maybe that same thing happens. But you're talking about one one. We don't have to push as much forward. But once that happens. And this always happens to us after we either give up a big opportunity or something like this happens. The other team is sure to score. I knew as soon as that call happened, I was like, watch, we're about to get scored on in the next couple of minutes. And then sure it happened. Now, 1-0, the second goal comes because we're pushing. We came out and pushed way too strong because we wanted to get that goal back immediately. Um, and then after that, you know, it's just an avalanche. But so we agree, you know, not there's no consistency because one was a handball, one wasn't. Both of them look like obvious handballs. 
Um, and then the restart, the quick restart that Philadelphia, I mean, what, what do you make of that? I mean, do you think that didn't seem like that was fair? Yeah, David, because he, like you said, it looked like he was talking to a mother. He, he, he's talking to players. How many yeah. times have we seen where ref are talking to players? They, they don't let you play quick. As frustrating as that is when we have the ball and we try to play quick and the ref always calls it back. The ref was blank, clearly, like talking to the players Looking like he was gonna spot the ball, and then he just lets the ball, lets the play go. It's like, what are you doing? Now, on our side, you always gotta be ready for that quick play. Put somebody in front of the ball. I don't care. Like you yeah. always gotta be. So we always gotta do that, right? Um, you know, to make sure, like you know, they ask for ten or whatever it is. But like the ref is making a bad judgment there by talking to you, David. If I'm distracting you, I'm distracting you from the play. Because you're trying to explain something. We're having a conversation. Why is that a foul? What, or whatever the conversation looks like. You're distracting me. You're taking me away from the game. And then you're letting them play quick. It doesn't make sense to me at all. Does it? So I yeah. like that's that's two, right? And then, you like you said, the PK that didn't even look like a PK. Like, you reviewed that. And I was like, watch, they're going to call this one. And boom, they call it. It's like, what Like what are we doing? Yeah, you're um, talking about the second handball? Yeah, yeah, the one that where we actually got it yeah. called. That one you could argue a little bit, but I mean, he does. He he goes ahead already. Pretty much slams the ball into the ground with his chicken wing. So it's like, you know, um, yeah, it was just a terrible, terrible job by the refs. I think if we had a decent ref, I think this outcome of the game is completely different. Um, but we also have to talk about uh, what Atlanta United did to go down three zero in the in the matter of eight minutes. Um, that's unacceptable no matter what the refs are doing because you still can control the game to a certain extent. Um, Aber, honestly, it's like, uh, you know, this game is really, this team is can be really hot and cold sometimes because we look good, really going good going forward. But, uh, man, there were a lot of times where um, there were, we could have just held the ball a little bit, you know? And that, that second goal especially, uh, I believe it's a ball coming in. It goes to Moyamba. He loses the ball. And literally two two passes, and they're in on goal. Um, Abram's taken uh, on an island by himself. And, I mean, the defense has to do better. But still, it's like the reason why they get, you know, uh, beat up so easily is because they're, 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 you know, backing up. They're in transition. They're backpedaling. They're caught off guard. Um, and we, we got to do better about that if we really want to do anything in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely, de definitely. That um, it, it's frustrating because like it's like uh, they just kind of like let the air out of the room after that because everybody knew it was a PK. And but David, like those goals, like were the way. Like I think maybe one of them was probably a nice like okay, that's like that's a that's a nice goal. We can't really do much about it. But the other ones, they like can't clear the ball out everybody you know it, it just looks bad just things that you don't want to see like i love that we we saw the team fight back and try to get at least a point out of it yes we can play the rest but at the end of the day david the defense also looked a little shaky that we have to get that fixed because david, we got two games before it's is basically you know win or go home well you know depending if it's a series or not you know because we're not, I don't think we're going to be in the wild card or well, whatever that thing yeah, is. Yeah, no, but, but every everything, well, yeah, the, the eight, yeah, the wild card is one game off, which I don't even think we could mathematically get there, but the rest is going to be a, a best of three series. 
and then the next the next one is just going to go back to single elimination really weird but at least no matter what we're going to get one home game um but you know that's why it was really important to try to get to that you know those top four spots because especially Atlanta and more than any other MLS team we are terrible at getting results away from home especially when it comes to winning and yeah especially when you're playing against 12 people (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um no kidding, but um, but again, you know, I, yeah, I agree that the defense it need, needs to do better. But you also have to, you know, the, the 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 offense is setting them up with failure sometimes because we're pushing forward, and if you turn the ball over when everyone's pressed up, that's Philly's bread and butter, and they go at you hard back, and it and they they have uh, critical finishers. So when the ball you turn the ball over, you gotta you if you're gonna turn the ball over. You got to make sure you you take a yellow card, you foul, you take somebody down, or you got to make sure that when you're in the final third, obviously a you want a goal. That's the number one thing. But if not, you got to have a shot on goal, so it goes to the keeper, or you get a corner, or at worst you get a goal kick. Anything to stop the play and you get reset. But we had so many times, and Armada and Muyamba, I'm sorry, but you know, they're they're gonna. I look at the football rating; they have the highest rating. But I disagree with it. It's only because Muyama got an assist and Tiago Mata got the PK. But if it wasn't for that, Amada turned the ball over so many times in very bad, crucial situations. Muyama turned the ball over for the second goal that led to the counter. So we got to do better about taking the taking care of the ball. You know, with the top, with the style of the play we have, where we're very possession heavy and we push forward, you gotta you gotta do better. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. There's a couple like one on ones where like it was too standstill. I think Amala is good when you're he's running at you with the ball. I don't think he's good when he stops and tries to do like you know because there was one where he just lost his like okay lost and boom, and then created you know um, chances for uh, Philadelphia. So uh, I don't know, David. It's just a lot of a uh, lot of different a um, lot of things we definitely got to clean up. Um, we can blame the game. We can blame the game on the Reds, and we have a valid valid reasons to do it. But you know we gotta we gotta also look at as as a whole as a team like okay like this is a team that you're probably gonna see you know this especially if you expected to go far if you're wanting to go far you're gonna see them or you're gonna see Cincinnati or you're gonna see Columbus they're they're higher seed than you so eventually you're gonna run to one of those guys so now putting everything aside how how did we fare off against them David I think Philadelphia really owned us as far as aggression as far as touches as far as counters and then as far as them you know finding our weakness and exploiting it to us which was down the middle and you know right at us so we definitely gotta gotta fix that before before you know and we have two games you know we have cincinnati and columbus uh that we have coming up that we need to you know definitely be a good test for us to get ready for the playoffs right and uh currently the way the standings are we would face philadelphia in the first round that that's uh, kind of interesting. Obviously, uh, you know we've got two games to go. I believe New England's got uh, three games to go. Um, but yeah, Abner. Uh, I mean, we still, you know, on the positive side of things, we showed that we could come back from three zero, and um, and we, we, you know, we made it at least competitive. And there was a, there was, I'm sure Philadelphia scored that they might give it up, and we we got a, we get a draw out of there. Um, but Abner, before you know, before we move on, um, you know, looking at this game, first half it was a tale of two halves for, for one. But the first half really tainted a lot of the players' um, um, performances, in my opinion. 
I mean, the only players I personally, and uh, this is probably going to go against football because, you know, the ratings sometimes I, I just don't agree with. But to me, the players that, that really played well to me were Caleb Wiley, uh, Mateo Strosetto, and then uh, Mosqueda coming in as a super sub. Everybody else, I think, either played bad or didn't do enough to really warrant a comment. I mean, I already mentioned Amada gets the goal off a PK from a handball, and Wiyama kind of makes up for his mistake by getting an assist. But other than that, I thought everybody else's performance was um, subpar. I mean, you can kind of say Miles there too, but I mean, if you let three goals in as a collective defense, you're usually not going to get, you know, <laughs> accolades, right? Correct. Yep. That's true. Any disagreements there, or is there other players that you thought did, did uh, better? No, I mean, I think I think Brooks had a good game. He had a solid game. I don't think he played bad. Uh, Rosetto had a good game. Um, I was yeah. surprised to see him come off. I thought it was going to be uh, Muyama coming off. And uh, that's, the, that's the next thing. That's the next thing I want to talk about. You, okay. but talk about. I'll let you finish. Yeah, and then I think Fortune coming in did well. Um, I think. Uh, uh, TRA did good as well coming in. Uh, so I think I think the subs were good. Moscana did well. Like he changed the pace. You know he's got pace, and I think he's kind of owning it and controlling it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I mean I think the subs did well. I think Saba was a little hidden in this game. Um, but overall, David, I mean I I, I didn't mind it. Um, I think we had our good sparks here and there in the game. Uh, definitely, you know, going down 3-0 kind of guts you out. But, you know, this team came out fighting. So, uh, not much we can do. And I don't think as far as the goals, I mean, Brad can't do really nothing about that. Um, yeah, I know uh, some of the fans were, were saying we need, we need a new goalie. But I was like, yeah, that's the, not I mean, the bicycle, kick, bicycle could kick two feet in front of you and a defender jumping in front of it. You're not going to be able to see that in a matter of those seconds. Yeah, the third goal was like a shot across from the. He was taking it pretty much from like the eight yard line. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was like so a lot of the you know most of the goals like couldn't do. Brad did come up big in a lot of them, um, but overall, David not satisfied with performance of our some of our players. Uh, satisfied that we fought back and uh, negative ten on the refereeing. I want to know what they saw come out and say it was a mistake because David there's no other reason you don't call that there's no other reason why we have VAR mm -hmm. it's 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 ridiculous um I'd rather you know yes there's human error but how can there be human error when you can obviously somebody in the booth is yo that's a handball you need to go check it like yeah right. you know there's there's no there's no because if you called the second one how do you not call the first one where the first, right. second one, the hands were closer to the body. Because even if he doesn't put his hand there, the ball's going to hit his body anyway. So, you know, you can kind of, you know, agree that, you know, this is not a goal scoring opportunity or whatever because the ball was going to hit him anyways. On the other one, the hand was way out. You made yourself bigger. So what, like, I need, mm -hmm. if they already did it or not, I haven't seen it, but I, I definitely need an, an apology or, or something to come out, you know, just... Like uh, the Liverpool and uh, Tottenham game where they called a dude offsides when he wasn't offsides. And then I don't know if you already heard the audio. Yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. they were like, oh, shoot, we like we messed up, you know, and what should we do now? It's too late or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know, David, I don't want to really barge into it too much. Um, I kind of want to look at the football aspect of it. Um, and I, I think we were we were, 
you know, we were okay. It's it's hard to win on the road, but in these playoffs, you're gonna have to find a way to win on the road. Right, and you gotta you can't let that many goals in. You're not gonna win if you're gonna let you know three goals in, two goals in, let alone three goals. Um, but yeah, just really quick on the subs, you know, I was. Rosetto, I felt he took care of the ball really well. There were times where he actually pushed up into space. I actually wanted him. He, I wanted him to take the next step because I feel he, he feels. Uh, I feel like he feels he's a lot more comfortable when he's playing that sixth role. And once he gets to that like the offensive third, I think he's scared that he's gonna mess up because that was his responsibility back in the day when he was playing more as an eight. And I was like, Rosetto, you have the space. Keep going. You're good. You're good. Right. You know that. Um, but overall, I mean, he hardly, you know, he hardly made any mistakes. He had some tackles that he won. He was making good distribution of the ball. Um, yeah, and I, when when that's when he came out, you know, I thought it was Muyamba was going to come out, uh, and even Mosqueda, he came in for Shande Silva, and he, you know, he usually plays over there on the right with uh, where Sava was playing, and I thought Sava was going to come out. So really, some interesting subs. Um, I think at one point, uh, you know. We had uh, Miguel Berry, uh, Tiare out there, um, and you had Etienne and Mosqueda. <laughs> so when all those players were out there, uh, and, and uh, I was just like, oh my gosh, these are like all the players that don't know how to score. <laughs> so I was like, how are we going to come back in the game when all our all our heavy hitters were taken out of the game? So we were still able to get uh, you know that one back, but it was just... Uh, interesting subs um i just don't know why we're still trying to bury in any capacity i think uh you know i know Chol's out for season ending um surgery so maybe that's why but i think you know i think there's better options than bury um yeah, but I, yeah I mean, well, well you did who sent out the report that uh, he was you did right that Chol had season ending injury or right. um, surgery or whatever so i mean who else are you gonna put david we were you know we're kind of looking for that i know goal i guess but yeah i thought we, i thought that would be the last time i ever see barry but um, i'd rather leave shande silva or, or somebody else than yeah than but i mean it's a short week we have another match so i, I think kind of have to rest you know because i think Gigi came off i think he came off a little too early but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he came out in the seventy-third minute. He was having a a rough game, um, but it was just a, it was just interesting to see like the last ten minutes of the game. You had uh, you had Tiara, you had Barry, you had Etienne, Osqueda. You had like the old school players that used to drive us crazy on the field. <laughs> obviously, obviously not Tiara, uh, but it is what it is. Um, you know, Abner, I'm just gonna you know go through the stats and then you know we'll, we'll we beat this enough and we'll 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 have to move on. Um, so possession, 60% to Atlanta to Philadelphia's 40%. Expected goals, Philadelphia won that with 2.70. We had 1.81. They had 19 total shots, six of them on target. We had 12 total shots, six shots on target. So same shots on target. 473 accurate passes to their 289 accurate passes. So, um, you know, that's a stat that Atlanta usually dominates with. But um, again... It's all about what you do with the passes and the possession um, because you could see Philadelphia was just more direct. Uh, so we need to do better about that, making our chances count um, or at least testing the keeper. Um, so yeah, those are the stats, Abner. Uh, we weren't able to take care of Philadelphia, but um, you know this could be a preview of the, the, the first playoff round. 
But um, hopefully the Braves can do us a favor and take it out on the Phillies when they start playing this Saturday. So let's oh, go God, Braves. Oh, anything but Philadelphia. Yep, yep. Um, all right, man. The only thing good about in Philadelphia in is Rocky. That's it. <laughs> all right, all right, man. So, Abner, let's move on. Like you mentioned, we got a quick turnaround. We will be facing our good friends, uh, Columbus Crew, this Saturday at the Benz, our last home match at 7.30. Um, our head-to-head -head results, we've got Atlanta's got six wins, two draws, and then we've got seven losses. So, Columbus with a slight edge on that one. Um, you know, we're still in sixth place with 49 points and Columbus crew is in fourth place, two spots above us with 53 points. So they got four points ahead of us. Um, so a big, a big swing can happen here depending on the result of that game. Um, and then if you guys recall, which I think we all tried to blur this moment, but the last time we played Columbus, we got embarrassed six to one back in March. Uh, I can't remember if that was the worst loss ever. I think I remember that was our worst loss ever, right? For Atlanta United. Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> not sure, but I think it was. Um, and then Columbus Crew is actually coming off of a two-win, two-one win in New England, which I was hoping New England would win that one because, uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, New England has one more game at hand than everybody else, so it would have been a lot easier to catch Columbus than trying to uh, catch New England. Um, we know their players. They got uh, Cucho Hernandez, our friends Darley Tegnagby and Julian Gresso. And then now, you know, they don't have Lucas De La Dayan anymore. He took the money, the bag of money, it went to Saudi Arabia. But they all have Diego Rossi now, who we know played with LAFC. He's a good player. He's already been tearing it up for Columbus Crew. So he's the other big player that we got to watch out for. But Abner, I mean, we're four points, four point difference. They're two spots ahead of us. I mean, at this point, if we don't get um, three points out of this, I mean, I think that's pretty much going to cement us that we're going to stay at that place in the table. Yeah. I mean, what's there? There's about what well, we have Saturday and then next Saturday, correct? Uh, yes. A decision okay. day. So decision day. Yeah. So we have two, two days uh, and then two there's games. one in between, right? Some, no, some teams only have... No, no, not for us. Some oh, other oh, oh. Right? yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're okay. right. So, okay, so we have that. So, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see what, uh, what we come up with, David. Um, you know, um, the only, yeah. well, the only, there's a game Sunday, and then the only game Wednesday, which I don't think this game uh, is really gonna matter, but it's Inter Miami and Charlotte FC. Yeah, That's the only game Wednesday. Probably should win. Messi's. I don't think he's gonna play. Well, I don't think it matters. Well, I mean, Charlotte still has a, a small chance, and they actually play. So it's funny they play Inter Miami Wednesday, and then they play them again uh, at home on Decision Day. Uh, but again, I think both teams. Well, I mean, Miami has a really far out chance, but Charlotte would need a lot of other results to grow the way, even if they win both games. But talking about us, um, Abner. So we two games left, six points up for grabs. So we're at forty nine points. So let's say. You know, we win both games. That puts us at 55 points, which, which get us all the way to third. But Philadelphia has 54 points. Columbus has 53 points. And New England has 52 points. So theoretically, like, all those teams pretty much need just one win. 
and we would need two and even if we get two they would still jump us so for us to even have a chance to move up in the table uh we need uh we need to win both games but for right now we just need to focus on this game uh, because obviously if we if we win that um and we shoot up to 52 points we're one point away from columbus uh, and then you know columbus could lose their last game and then we could win it and get that top stop spot but again we got new england there too so they could win their last two games and it won't matter so at, at this point Abner, it's really who you want to face i highly highly doubt we're gonna get uh, uh the top four spot i don't i don't know if you feel any different I mean, what's six points against yeah. Cincinnati? I mean, Cincinnati. The only thing is if Cincinnati, if they rest their players because they won the supporter shield, so that's the only chance we have. Um, I, I mean, that's I that's what I mean. I don't know that. I mean, I don't, I don't. Cause do they get a buy or do they have to play? They get a buy, right? No, no. They'll, they'll, they're going to play the wild card game. So after the wild card, no buys anymore. Okay, so you're not paying attention to your last playoff, our last podcast where I bro, broke this we, down. Bro, we are not gonna go through this playoff thing till it's playoff <laughs> time because it's so confusing. <laughs> they, they add this, they add that. You know, you gotta do two coin tosses and a, a beer pong uh, flip cup, and yeah, it's 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 so stupid. But um, no, the only reason I asked that is because I don't know if they get a more extended time to, to take a break between games than. Because obviously the wild card games are going to be played first, and then the first right. round, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's everybody plays at the same time. It's just Cincinnati's going to play that 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 you know whoever gets the eighth seed. Um, but yeah, Abner, you know, uh, just being realistic, I think we stay where we're at in sixth sixth place. Um, so at this point, it's a uh, so you you know that place that point you would face a third place team, and if we get, sneak into fifth place for whatever reason. Um, then we would play the fourth place team. Um, either way, we're not going to be the higher seed. So at this point, Abner, is, is which team would you rather play? Obviously, we we just played Philadelphia. That's you know one option. Um, it, I doubt, I highly doubt Orlando fumbles it where Philadelphia win the last two games and they drop one game or something and then they would drop it to the third where we would end up facing Orlando. That would be pretty crazy. But more likely right. it's going to be Philadelphia, Columbus, or New England. One of those teams is probably when we're playing the first round. So New England only has 31 games so they have yep, what, three, three games left. Game? Yep. Three more games. Uh, so let's say they win all of their, they get nine or six no, nine points. They go to mm -hmm. 61. We win our remaining two, and that put us at 55. And right. then Columbus would lose one to us, and if they were to win, they would get 56. So, I mean, mm -hmm. either way, we're still at six. So, That's why uh, it's, it doesn't seem very likely that we're going to be able to get Now, if we fumble it, if we fumble it and Nashville wins its last three, then, I mean, we also got to watch for Nashville. They only had 31 Ace yeah, and, right and luckily, luckily they lost over the weekend, so they didn't make any ground. But we're we have a four point gap. Um, I don't see us fumbling at that back because we are good at home. Um, oh, they got Philadelphia, New England. Yeah, so we it's almost like who do we really root for? But realistically, Abner, um, I think we're just going to end up in sixth place. So that's why you know what I asked you. But if that's the case, and the most likely candidates are we're going to play Philly. Columbus or New England, who would you rather face? New England. Me too. 
They're going. They're in a turmoil. <laughs> They've been in turmoil. The team hasn't yeah. been performing. They have no coach. Yeah, that's a team. I, that's a team I don't want to play. And I think that's only going to work if they get the fourth spot and we get the fifth spot, or vice versa. But I highly doubt we get the fourth spot. So, David, technically, the highest we can probably go is fourth. Uh, we can get the third if we if we get six points at we're at fifty five. Philadelphia's on fifty four. You just would have to hope that. All those three Everybody teams loses. don't get us don't get a single point in their next two to three games, which yeah, is really that's unlikely. Not happen. Yeah. So they were just mathematically we can get that high. Yeah. But yeah, but even even like even if Columbus, Philadelphia all get at least one win and yeah, there's yeah, yeah I think yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think we're in six no matter what. So yeah. David, no, I think that, that, I think that's why this this game against Philly would have been huge. Cause if we had won this game or even possibly took a point. It could have been still more realistic because then you kind of add that little cushion where even if they pull off a team pulls off another win where we still have that extra point to separate us so let's say um so let's say we know right because i'm pretty sure pineda has all the information all the you know computerized hey this is the highest really can get whatever right so does he play everybody this saturday and next saturday you gotta uh, keep going you gotta keep right? going until you you gotta keep going until you know for sure that's that what i'm thinking yeah if it's let's say for example that let's say whatever the result happens this this saturday right if you go into that game against cincinnati where if you win you don't move anywhere or if you lose you don't go anywhere then i think that's the only time you're gonna see players rested and maybe they try out a few things other than that, if there's a chance Nashville could catch us or there's a chance that we could still move up a little bit, you know, even to the fifth spot, then I think Pineda is going to come out with the, the strongest lineup possible. Yeah, and which, yeah. which, I mean, I think at this point, the lineup we saw um, against Philadelphia is, is the strongest lineup we can put out there. We got Gigi up top, Silva on the left, Armada in the middle, Lobanitsa on the right. Then you got uh, Rosetto as a six, Muyamba as an eight. You got Wiley on the left wing. You got Abram in the middle with Miles Robinson. And then you got Leonard on the right. And obviously you got uh, Guzan in the goal with, I think at this point, if depending on the game, you got to put Mosqueda in the 70th minute and let him run wild on tired legs because he just looks good in those situations. Yeah, that's not bad. Yep, yep. So Abner... It's getting crunch time. We're almost to the playoffs. Um, so what is your prediction for this game against our friends, the Columbus crew? You know, it's always a dang um, match with them, man. Uh, but no, we are uh, 3-1. 3-1, 3-1. Mm -hmm. 3-1. I say 2-0. Oh, I said, oh, yeah. I, I also think they're going to come in. Um, they're going to come in in a more defensive shape. Because uh, for that, for them, um, you know, a draw, a draw is good for them, you know. Um, so I don't think they're gonna be play. Uh, they're gonna play too risky, um, and I think they're just gonna play for the tie. So it's up, it's up to us to uh, to break them down. But either way, we got both teams. We got uh, both of us have Atlanta United winning. Um, so anything else to add to that, Mijo, before we get into some news and notes? No, man, we're. I think that's where the cookie crumbles and that's how we're going to go. 
Yep, yep, yep. All right, Abner, uh, I think last time we were recording, the U.S. Open Cup final was going on, but Houston Dynamo defeats Inter-Miami to win it 2-1. So they're U.S. Open Cup champs. They're going to get that uh, Champions Cup uh, spot. Uh, and I believe this is also their second time winning it. So um, good for them. Houston has really turned it on. Um, and they're doing really good, especially in the West. I think they're like second or third, uh, but they've looked good. Uh, they'll be a force to reckon with come the playoffs. Also, I mentioned FC Cincinnati supporter shield winners. So congrats to them. I don't think any other team deserved it more than them. Uh, I think they're still looking to try to potentially break the most points record. So that's the only thing I could see that um, it may, you know, field out their starting their starting squad against us in the last game. But hopefully, uh, you know, they have it wrapped up by then or they just don't care about that. Um, and then Abner, I don't know if you saw this, but you saw what the FIFA World Cup 2030, uh, you know, host nations are going to be. Yeah. Um, you, do you remember the, uh, just, uh, this kind of goes with this, so just bear with me. Uh, what is it? Very. The, uh, uh, Animaniacs. You remember that show? Like back then? Yeah. Okay. You yeah. remember when they named like all the... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's what you Australia. That's that's who's hosting the world. You got Mexico, Guatemala, Brazil, Argentina, and you have Chile. You have dude. What the? How do you feel about that? Right. So I guess it's the hundredth anniversary. So I guess they're trying to go big or go home. But for those that don't know, the tournament is going to be hosted by Morocco, Portugal, and Spain. And then with the three opening matches taking place in Uruguay, Argentina, and Paraguay, which I don't understand why. Uh, I I just I feel like we're already we're already kind of messing up the World Cup because now we you know we extended the, the teams to to forty eight right, and then we had the the joint bid between U.S., Canada, and Mexico. But at least you know it's only three countries. We're all together. This is just like time zone. Yeah, this is going to be all over the place, different time zones. Uh, and I feel like it takes away because part of the World Cup that's special is you get to uh, immerse yourself in a country's culture or countries. Right. Um, when you have this many countries, it's like you don't have enough time to really invest. You're like, oh, we're in Morocco. Oh, this is cool. Oh, we're going over here now. Now we're going here. I mean, I think they're just they're just messing with something beautiful too much. You know, they just I don't know if they're just trying to get more and more money, but the World Cup is great the way it is. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, like, I mean, like, I get it because it's a hundred. was a hundredth anniversary, right? Yeah. Um, Of that. But like, why not just give it to them? You know, why not just give, give it, to, it to them or like to Argentina, Uruguay and Paraguay? Uh, since it's their big anniversary or whatever, or you know what, be like, hey, look, we're gonna go with Morocco and Spain and Portugal, and that's it. Like, it, you know, three. Know. So now you're telling me like you're gonna have six countries on one trophy. You're gonna have the opening, I think the opening three games there, which I'm assuming is gonna be Argentina, Paraguay. Yeah, that's, and, that's what they said was opening games. You know, so they're gonna play three opening games. Okay, cool. That's a whole match for those teams already automatically so you're talking about someone in europe let's say i don't know england england goes places paraguay in paraguay and then has to travel all the way back for the remaining two games that they have or even if yeah. they stay there for the group play they still got to travel all the way back to how like, how, like what sense country. does that make 
Because yeah, it's going to happen, know. or it's going to be an African team or Oceanic. I mean, for us, it isn't too bad, but it's still traveling. You're, you're causing all this travel, all this no, like, doesn't make any sense. Like, just, it's, David, it's just trying to please everybody, and that's annoying. Like, just pick. Yeah. You know, well, and you, I get it. What's the say where you try to please everyone, you please no one? Exactly. Because, like, now, like, okay, like, okay, for our instance, right, we have USA, Mexico, Canada. They're all right there. Canada is, is hosting, a, they're going to host a certain amount of games. Mexico's going to hold a game. We're going to be the foundation of everything, right? But the travel right. from Mexico to U.S., you know, not, nothing. It's like you're traveling from Miami to California anyways. You know, even if you had that, or New York to California, New York to Texas. It's going to be those types of mat, those types of flight. But now you're telling me you got to do, you know, let's say it's USA. USA goes down to South America, then we qualify or we make it to the next round. So now we got to go all the way to to uh, Spain and Morocco and then find accommodations there. Find a pitch to go practice. Like, you know, keep it all in one area, simple, right? And then where they practice, where they have the hotel, you're going to be there till the, you know, at least for three games. And then, you know, that's it. So why, like, I, I don't get it. And the crazy part is now the Euros are going to be hosted by, like, uh, United Kingdom, uh, like, all these other, I don't know if you read that, too. I, I just don't get it, man. I don't like it. And like you said, it, it kind of kills the vibe of, you know, having that culture, right, of, oh, man, the World Cup is in... It's in Mexico, USA, Canada. Okay, let's learn about Mexico. Let's learn about the United States. Let's learn about Canada. Now you're thinking about, oh, we got to learn about Paraguay, Argentina, Chile, Spain, Morocco. Like, it would have been awesome mm -hmm. if it was just Morocco. I mean, I don't know if they yeah. had the capability of just doing it there. No, I think they, they made a bid just for them. I think the only reason they tacked on other countries is so they could win the bid. So they can get the votes. But they, I mean, they could host it, so... Yeah, I'm with you, man. It, it, it just, it sucks. And I think they're just messing up uh, something. I think it's already beautiful. But anyways, it is what it is. Abner, you got anything else you want to bring up? Uh Oh, yeah, David, we got to go over the um, nominations. Nominations for what, president? Yeah, you dude, want You want Trump. For? I thought you wanted Trump again. <laughs> Free my boy Trump. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, David, uh, there was a post put in out for um, end-of-the-year nominations for Atlanta United. Uh, of course, this is all about Atlanta United, so I don't care about the other nominations. I only care about our nominations, David. Hey, so, for MLS MVP, we have our very own, our number 10, Tiago Almada, and our number 7, Gigi, um, that have been nominated. Uh, MLS Goalkeeper of the Year, Brad Guzan. Um, I can see that because he had a, that big game in Orlando. Wait, is, is this is this like voted by MLS? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. Because yes. so many, so, so so like many big our, nominations. So many of our fans complaining about Brad Guzan, and then imagine if he wins goalkeeper of the year. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I think. I mean, I think. Uh, what's this, that dude that we just played? Uh, Blake. Like that dude just. Andre good. Blake or Gaiesi yeah. from um, yeah. Orlando. He's good too. No. No. I'd rather take Blake from. And Gaiesi. O-F-Y-O. Uh, MLS Newcomer of the Year. Oh, sorry. MLS Defender of the Year. You have Brooks Lennon and Miles Robinson. Dude, I hope Brooks wins something. I don't know if he's going to win Defender of the Year, but at least like something. Yeah. Um, MLS Newcomer of the Year. You have Gigi. Gigi. Um, 
MLS Young Player of the Year, Tiago Almada and Caleb Wiley. MLS Comeback yes. Player of the Year, Brad Guzan and Miles. Brad Guzan and Miles both came off those injuries. Yeah. Uh, Audi Goals Drive Progress Impact Award presented by MLS Works. In other words, uh, Participation Award, our, our very yeah, own Machapcho. That's for helping out of the community. Yeah, he hasn't helped me out yet. <laughs> yeah, well, your, community, community. your community sucks. Yeah, I know. I need to move to a better uh, better place. <laughs> but no, that's good. That's good. I like that. You know, uh, they keep keeping it. And then the, the MLS Coach of the Year, uh, of course, our very own coach, uh, Pineda. So, yeah, it's there's Diggy uh, Smith, who, uh, MLS Coach of the Year. Um, whatever. My bad. Whatever. Yeah. Coach of the Year. Um, what you want me to say? The Landon Donovan MVP. Or is that for yeah, the final? Oh, is that, is that like, Put some respect on it. The true, the very, the the true uh, um, Captain America. Yeah, you. Um, anyways, um, let's just let's just um, break it down to, I would say three awards, or maybe just two awards actually. MVP and um, goal score, right? Uh, goal. Uh, no, there is no goal score. No, I mean, the top, the top, the top goal scorer is going to win the golden boot. So whoever gets the most. Oh, the golden boot. Sorry. Okay. So the golden boot, and the MVP, right? Golden boot is GG at thirteen, right? I think some other kids got thirteen. No, they're at fifteen well. now. Fifteen. Everyone's at fifteen now, dog. That was thirteen, man. I'm, I have my stats wrong. My bad. Thank you, David. See, that's why I have you on this podcast. You help me All out. Right. I got to do something. All right. So fifteen. Yeah, oh, shoot, you know what? Hold on, sorry. Even I'm wrong, dude. Uh, oh, what happened? Uh, how many goals did Dennis Buanga just scored? So, Dennis Buanga is at 17 now. Luciano Acosta is at 16. Brian White, who... Uh, this is the first time I've been hearing this guy's name. Plays for Vancouver at, 15, at 15. Then you got uh, Gigi at 15. Honey Mukhtar at 15. Uh, man, that's crazy. So, LAFC what? must have scored a lot of goals recently because Dennis Buanga was like at oh, 15. Oh, they had a late game. Yeah. That's kind of that's pretty wild, but yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, oh yeah, no wonder man they beat Minnesota five one. Buanga had three goals, dude. That's freaking oh, cheating. He had a hat trick, dang. That's freaking cheating, bro. Freaking Minnesota, man. You guys can't do anything right. But anyways, continue, mijo. Um, so, uh, well, that kind of throws out the, uh, nomination. So he just got to score at least three, the next two games. So let's, it's possible. It's possible. I'm hoping for it. It would be dealt for him to win that. Um, but MVP, David, uh, of course we're going to say Amada. I mean, we're not, you know, I'm not going to say any other name, but in your, without Amada in the picture, who, uh, who do you have up there? Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be Luciano Acosta. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. That dude has been balling. I wouldn't even be mad if he won it. Of course, I want Amada to win it, but that dude's been a difference maker, man. Like, yeah, against us, not a, you know against other teams, and you know I think he's the one that's been talked about the most out of you know the other ones. So I think Amada, like, I'm not saying he's he you know he lost his form or anything, but. Obviously, when he has a player like that, you expect, you know, you as a fan, us as a fan, we expect him to keep that every game. And obviously, that's not possible. But it is, you know, consistent. They are consistent in many ways, which that's what makes him that special player. 
but I just think Acosta has been that guy. Um, yeah, but... he's been more he's been more consistent, I think, than Almada in terms of being an impact player. I think Almada, he kind of was working better when everything had a revolver around him. Now that we have more help, you've kind of seen him drop off a little bit. Um, he, I, but I think he just needs to find you know just find his way in the game and get more get more chemistry with the players and how the game flow is going. Right. And uh, David, like, there's certain criteria that, right? Um, a lot of people are like, oh, well, if you take them off the team, they're nothing, right? You take Amada off the team, I mean, we're, 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 you know, we're okay. We're not great. Yeah. I don't think we're a playoff team. You take Luciano Costa off the team. Yeah, you know, you kind of, kind of get worries, worries about that, right? Um, so, right. different criteria that a lot of people base off, you know, is, is he a difference maker? Is, you know this and that and you know i'm just glad that amala is on our team i think i hope that he turns it up these next two games so that way he can have that rhythm and going into the uh the playoffs so uh it's gonna be interesting i don't think they mentioned the uh the awards to obviously the ghost the golden boot obviously the last game of the season yeah uh, or decision day sorry and then i think the award for mvp is given throughout the playoffs during the playoffs i believe yeah, I mean, I think they give and they give something for like most assists too. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can pick up a couple. I think it's gonna be hard for Tiago Almada to uh, beat Luciano Costa just because you know they're in first place in the one of the supporter shield. Um, yeah, I hope you know. I just saw it, dude. Brooks Lennon has nine assists, so it'd be nice for him to win something because that's pretty crazy for a defender to get that many assists. Um, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. So, well, we'll see, man. Yeah. All right. Good. But it's just any. It's just good to have that many players nominated for stuff. So let's just hope we bring a couple of them back. But yeah, man. Uh, it's each each week we're getting closer and closer to playoffs. So just really, regardless of where we land in the table, um, these last two games, I just want to make sure that we're in we're in good form and we can we have a lot of we still have the same the same ghosts coming back to haunt us in terms of defensive mistakes. Turning the balls and create, letting the counter come in, um, we got to clean that up because I, I don't. We I, I think we're still the the second um, leading team in terms of goal scored. So scoring goals is not a problem with us. It's that we're bleeding them in the back. So let's clean things up. Let's go to the playoffs hot, and uh, you know we can go as far as we can. That's right. ATL baby, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Atlanta. Peace.